0: And now, a highlight from Animal Radio on iHeartRadio. There's mercury in our pet food. Exactly. You know what? I shouldn't be surprised, should I? Yeah. Probably not. Right now, how apropos, we have Dr. Judy Morgan joining us. Hi, doctor. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing very well. Thank you.
0: Your new book called Yin and Yang Nutrition for Dogs Maximizing Health with Whole Foods and Not Drugs. Obviously. I assume you're a holistic veterinarian, or do you practice uh, East-West? What is your philosophy?
1: I'm an integrated veterinarian, so I practice traditional medicine, which I practiced for many years before I became alternative. And so now I incorporate traditional medicine along with traditional Chinese veterinary medicine, chiropractic, acupuncture, herbal therapy, and my favorite of all, food therapy.
0: Food therapy. So that's like... Uh, instead of drugs, using food to uh, help an animal get through something?
1: Absolutely. So I, about 80% of the cases that I see, I am able to either minimize their drugs or completely get them off medications just with diet changes, sometimes adding some herbs. But, you know, really herbs are just another form of food. And food has amazing, amazing powers for healing. And we, we, they're often overlooked.
0: Uh, before we talk about some of the foods that you put together, can you tell us what's in our pet food that we buy on the on the shelves in stores?
1: Oh my goodness! There's so many things in the foods that we should be concerned about. So the FDA just a couple of weeks ago came out with a statement that said pentobarbital in pet food, which is euthanasia solution, may be a bigger problem than they really realized. Really? Because we've known that pentobarbital is showing up in our pet food since the 1990s. And the reason that occurs is because FDA does not enforce their own law that states that only animals that have died by slaughter can be used for pet food. And so they are allowing animals that died out in the field, animals that were euthanized, um, any sort of carcass to be used in pet food, and they won't enforce their own law. So we know that there are euthanized animals being found in pet food. Last year, when there was a huge problem with one brand that killed some dogs, they found it was pentobarbital, and they found horse meat DNA in a product that was labeled as beef. So we know that a lot of the foods out there are adulterated. So pentobarbital is just one of the things. Heavy metals are another huge issue. And, you know, poor quality ingredients, many, many waste foods from the human food industry are going into pet food. So recycled oils, um, the, you know, uh, brewers' distilled grains, you know, basically a lot of fillers that are waste products for the human industry go into pet food. And so the the materials are getting recycled. Hmm. Um, But I don't personally don't think that my pets should be the landfill.
0: Sure, sure. You know what uh, concerns me? I have people that call me all the time and they say, well, that doesn't affect me because I I buy this premium food. Uh (laughs) You know, it's like the the line's most expensive food on the shelf. Right.
1: I was just thinking this.
0: Aren't they really sourced from the same places? Isn't it the same crap?
1: A lot of them are. So the food that had the pentobarbital that killed dogs that had, you know, horse meat DNA on their website, it said all human grades sourced from USDA meat. So you can't trust the websites. Um, The other problem that we're having right now is that everybody thinks that grain-free is better. And unfortunately, we are seeing dogs that are succumbing to dilated cardiomyopathy, and it has been traced back to a problem with taurine deficiency in these diets and it, even if the diet is not deficient for some reason the legumes and potatoes are blocking the absorption and utilization of the taurine so we have dogs going into heart failure and the owners are saying oh i feed that really expensive grain-free kibble it's supposed to be so good for my dog except that it's not hmm. is there any commercial pet food that is good for our pets there are some um there i i have not seen a kibble Um, That I could endorse. Um, I am a raw feeder for my own dogs. I either feed raw or home cooked, and I do make a lot of my own foods. There are a very select few companies that I know personally. I know the owners personally. I've gone to their plants, I've seen where they source their meats. There's a couple that I trust. But not many. Oh,
0: tell who are they? Because I want to know.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know I was allowed to mention brands. Um, Answers Pet Food is phenomenal. It's two sisters who own the company. They're located in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. It's a raw food company. They ferment all their products so that they don't have to ever worry about bacterial contamination. They their probiotic load, their good bacteria load, is so high uh another small raw food company that i adore is all provide and they are out of um, atlanta georgia area uh so those are two companies that i really like and i said that there were no kibbles that i could endorse i could i could if push came to shove feed karna 4 Um, Because I know the owner of that company I know know what they're doing And they are out of Canada
0: Here's the thing is I like you I knew some owners of companies That were making uh, (laughs) food on a small scale basis And shipping it across the country And then they got real popular And the big companies bought them out And all of a sudden Once
1: that happens It's down the tubes Always (laughs)
0: You know what? we got to take a quick break. We are with Dr. Judy Morgan. We're talking about the food that uh, we're feeding your pets. You know, what are they eating? It's apparently not that good, the stuff you get off the shelves. She cooks for her pets, and we're going to find out what she cooks coming up next right here on Animal Radio. Stick around. We are with Dr. Judy Morgan. Do you, you consider yourself a holistic vet? I do. Okay. And you... Make your own food for your dogs. And uh, I got to first say that I don't know if I have enough time in the day to do that. When you hear that argument, how do you usually respond?
1: So I, I did a video yesterday. I was in the grocery store and I was doing a compa- comparison of buying fresh whole foods to make a stew for my dogs versus what was available on the grocery store shelves. And I was able to get enough Whole Foods to make about a 12-pound crock-pot stew oh. for my pets for less per pound than everything on the shelf except for the really bottom-of-the-barrel stuff. So, And that's you know cheaper than the grocery store stuff, which we know is cheaper than what you're getting in the pet stores. So I took it home. I looked at the clock when I started chopping everything up and throwing it in the pot. It took me 30 minutes. So I had to go to the grocery store anyway. So 30 minutes to prep enough food for 12 pounds of food. Now, I happen to have eight dogs in our house, so it's not going to last me that long. But for somebody with one dog or a couple of dogs, that could last you quite a while. Now, if I'm grinding raw food for my pets and I want to have, we go through about 270 pounds of food per month for our dogs. So, you know, if I'm really in the zone, I will stand there and grind in, you know, hour to two hours. I can grind 120 pounds of food. So, so you know, for me, it's like, well, Sunday afternoon, sure, my pets are worth that because then I know what they're eating.
0: <laughs> See, I'm always concerned if I go... And will I provide a a balanced diet if I buy these ingredients from the store? Or will there be any supplements that I will need to add in addition to these vegetables? Like mercury or heavy metal. No, no, no. Not those. Not those.
1: (laughs) No. There are things that we need to add. And uh, a couple of the biggest things that I see that people leave out of their diets is that our animals have a higher calcium requirement. And they have to have more calcium than phosphorus. Meat is higher in phosphorus, so it's the, the wrong ratio. So we do need to add a calcium supplement, very simple to do. If you're feeding raw, then I just grind up the bone and include that in there. I can grind up eggshells, and I can use those. Or I can buy a commercial vitamin mineral supplement that is made specifically for homemade diets. You don't want to use just a generic, like, one-a-day type vitamin for them. It needs to be a specifically made for homemade cooking. So there's a couple brands on the market, since we, I can say brands. Rx Vitamins makes canine minerals. They also make a feline minerals. Dr. Dobias makes one called Green Min. And that provides all of that. And the other thing that I find is low commonly is vitamin D because we get vitamin D from egg yolks and from fish. So if you're including egg yolks or fish in your diets, you're going to be fine. If not, then we've got to get a vitamin D supplement. They only need, so my dogs are about 20 pounds. They only need 100 units of vitamin D. Most supplements that we find over the counter are like 2,000, 5,000, 10,000. So you may have to get an animal-specific one to get a low enough dose. So two supplements I may need to put in there, but I'm to the point now where I can do my diets without even needing the supplements. I know what I need to put in there, but that's why we wrote the book, and the book has in there, it has about 60 recipes, and then it also has a chapter on what you need to do to get the diet balanced. Mm.
0: It's, it's a great book, by the way, very Thank well you. done. Um, how are your pets' health?
1: So I have a cat that's going to be 19 in February. Um, I have one dog who will be 18 in February, two that are turning 17 this month, um, another one that's 15, two 14-year-olds. Uh, my mom's standard schnauzer is 15. So we have tons of old animals. I do happen to have my old cat and one of my old dogs have uh, lung cancer, um, so but they were just diagnosed in the past month, and I figure if we got to 17 and 18 before we found something like that i'm feeling pretty good i'm I'm sad that we found it but uh so and all of mine are rescue dogs that came with very poor health so we've managed to turn them around and um, make huge differences in their lives just with really with diet
0: the book is called yin and yang nutrition for dogs maximizing health with whole foods and not drugs and I have uh, five copies to give away. Is that correct? No, make that four, Hal. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Three, I don't want Wait, it. I got to put a stop to this. this. These are for the listeners, okay? We can I'm all sorry. share one book.
1: I can buy my own. <laughs> I'll buy one.
0: Okay. <laughs> right now. And then, of course, you can head on over to Amazon and uh, look it up and order it straight from Amazon if you want. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us today. (laughs) Thank you very much. You're listening to Animal Radio. Visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android.